What up, what up, what up? Kenyatta Banks in the building. You know what it is inside the Arsenal. New episode here on Anchor. Shout out to Anchor. Anyways, this episode is about what's important to you. And if you don't know, I'm a fitness professional. Uh, Some people say fitness tycoon. Some people say fitness guru. Whatever it is, I'm just using gifts that were given to me, blessings, and helping other people change their lives from the inside out. That's the goal. That's what I do. I have my own workout program called Arsenal Hit, which also consists of Arsenal Strength. But right now, I'm teaching Arsenal Hit at a place called True Fusion in Scottsdale, Arizona. And it's a beautiful thing. Nonetheless, in this episode, what I want to talk about is as an instructor, as a fitness professional, you have to be able to do a lot of things in a little bit of time. But before you even get to all that, what I'm seeing a lot of is people don't really, are not really in tune And maybe the reasons why they became an instructor, you become an instructor is not that important. But some of us, there's some of us that do this for real and we do this for a living. We do this because of how we can impact other people's lives. It's not um, a side gig. It's not something I just do for fun because I think it's fun. And if that's what you do, that's fine. I'm not knocking you. I'm just saying that there are levels to this. And one of the levels is you have to know why you're doing it in the first place. And once you realize why you're doing it, hopefully it will that your answer will be something bigger than yourself. Then you have to pay attention to your surroundings. You have to pay attention to your energy. And you have to know that you are in a business, so to speak, or in a lifestyle that requires you to sacrifice and serve others. Now, I'm not saying forget about yourself. I'm not saying lose who you are and your identity and all that. No, I'm actually saying the opposite, that you need to know who you are if you're going to be a group fitness instructor or even a personal trainer. You have to know who you are. You have to know your voice. You have to be okay with it. And you have to know what drives you. Um, I'll, I'll just go down some some things. These are In this episode, what I want to talk about is the some of the mistakes that I see, I don't want to say mistakes, that's not the right word. Um, well, we'll just say for the sake of this conversation, mistakes that group X instructors make, and they probably don't even realize what they're doing or that they're doing it on a regular basis. And number one would be thinking that it's all about you. It's all about me. Look at me. I'm on this stage. You know, some group X rooms are just all one level. Some have, you know, the little mini stage built in. Some gyms I've been to have huge stages that make it look like, you know, you're a rock star and you're you're on, you know, you're on the stage. It's a concert. It's a show. And I think that's beautiful. But at the same time, you can't get lost in that hype and think that, well, this is my bubble and let me just stay in my bubble and look at me, I'm up here, I'm higher than thou and I'm better than thou. And even if that's not your mindset, body language wise, it can easily come across that way. It's almost like, oh, I'm untouchable, look at me. Now, that's mistake number one. 
Mistake number two. You have to be present, meaning you have to be in tune with the room. I don't care if it's three people. I don't care if it's 400 people. You have to be in tune with the people that are investing their time and their energy with you. Because especially it could be early in the morning that you teach and people are just waking up from you know sleep and they're looking to you to fuel them for the rest of their day so they can perform better at work. It's contagious. They have better energy, higher energy, more focus. We all know endorphins and all that. Or maybe it's the flip side. Maybe you teach at night and people have been working all day and they're stressed out and, you know, it was a bad day at work or they're they're stressing about something in their personal life or family or whatever. Maybe they're going through some type of pain, emotional stress. They are coming to you as an outlet. They're coming to you because fitness and working out is therapeutic. They're coming to get their therapy on. No, there's no white couch in the room. So what? That's what it is. So you have to leave whatever you're dealing with. That's why I said it's not about you. What you're dealing with doesn't matter when the time, when it's time for you to go, when it's showtime, when it's go time, when the music is on and everyone starts moving. It is no longer about you except for the fact that you are the one leading these people to greatness. You're leading them through their therapy session. Stake number three. Your music matters, meaning you have to be in tune with music. You have to know sometimes what's hot, what's not. And you have to look and, and you have to know, hey, what energy am I trying to get through this room? At this point in the workout, how would I feel? At what point do I, quote unquote, hit the wall? At what point am I looking to out uh, external source? Because internally, I'm saying that I'm tired and I don't know if I can do anymore. And it's really difficult and it's challenging. Music helps people work out harder. I'm not saying you got to have every single top number one song on the billboard in your playlist. But I will say that it matters. And sometimes whether it's the song or the beat of the song or even if it's just the volume, sometimes it's okay to just turn the volume up and let people go for 60 seconds. No talking, no motivational, nothing. Just let them deal with their inner voices. You know they're there. You know it. But a mistake I see is sometimes maybe your instructor's soft-spoken and so the music matches whatever their energy is. You have to be able to ride the waves, high music, low music, whatever. But you know at some point in the class, there's a time to go. It's, it's time to turn it up and just let it ride. So your music matters. Uh, mistake number four. You are not allowed to have a bad day. And I say that to say this. And this is kind of piggybacking on something earlier. But what's going on in my personal life doesn't matter when I enter a classroom. 
So I can't go into a class and say, oh, my God, well, this is going on in my life. So um, you guys just bear with me and hopefully we could get through this. If that's how you feel, find a substitute. Don't teach the class because you're doing people a disservice. I remember recently, a few months ago, um, my grandfather was in the hospital and I knew that his time was coming to an end here on this earth. You know what I'm saying? And in the middle of the class, and I never do this, so it was a mistake on my end. I usually put my phone on do not disturb. In the middle of the class, my phone starts ringing. And I'm like, yo, my bad, guys. Like, I never have my phone ring. Like, it's very rare. And I push decline, and it was a family member. But I didn't push do not disturb. I just pushed decline, hoping they would catch the hint. And they called again and again. So in a matter of a minute, I probably got six calls. And I said, I'm really sorry, you guys. And I already knew that the phone call was, hey, your grandfather has passed away. Now, I had a decision to make in the moment. Do I let my energy drop in the room full of people? Or do I answer the phone and let them hear, you know, the bad news on all the speakers in the room? Can't do that. So the show goes on, as Lupe Fiasco song says. The show goes on. I had to finish this class. They don't care. I don't mean they don't care at all. What I mean is in the moment, whatever's happening in your personal life, people don't care. They're coming to get something from you. You are a giver. So you must give them who you are, your energy. And I had to use that knowing what the phone call was. I had to use that pain in the moment and give them even more energy to end the class and then calm myself after the class and go make the phone call back to get the news of something I already knew what it was. Um, so that's mistake number four, is that your personal stuff doesn't matter when you go into a class. It doesn't matter, you know. Um, and mistake number five. Mistake number five, or at least lesson number five, you know, because these can all be lessons to someone, I hope. Do things that you love to do. Meaning, there's a lot of different exercise routines and workout, you know, certifications and things that you could go get certified in. If you don't love it, don't teach it. It's that simple. I know some people have, oh, I'm going to do everything. Good luck. But I'll tell you what, energy does not lie. Have you ever been around someone and say, man, something about their energy is off. Something ain't right. And then that's your intuition telling you, hey, back away from this person. They're not the person you need to be around. And what we'll do is justify it and say, oh, well, maybe they're having a bad day or maybe they're just not whatever. Or maybe I'm just being judgmental. And then months or years later, the truth comes out and you're like, I knew something about that person was not right or it was bad. That's real. Energy doesn't lie. So you have to be aware. You have to be self-aware. Energy does not lie. And so if you don't love what you're going to teach, if you didn't fall in love with it going through your certification or you don't have something in you that's like, yo, I, I know I don't really know this 
workout format inside and out yet, but when I get it, oh, it's going to be amazing. It's going to be great. If you don't have that feeling of like, yo, this is going to really help me grow and this is going to help me impact other people's lives, don't teach the thing. Don't do it because it's going to come across in your teaching. If you're just going through the motions, people can feel that. If you really don't want to be there that day, people can feel that. If you genuinely don't love what you do, people can feel that. Even if they don't say, hey, do you really love what you're doing? Really, the reality is no one should have to ask you that. I taught a class the other day, and this isn't me bragging. This is just real life. I taught a class the other day, and there was an older woman outside of my class, and I didn't know she was there. I just, at the end of class, I had to open the doors because it's hot AF, and it was hotter than fish grease in the class, and I opened the doors to let, you know, air in. And once everybody, you know, got out or whatever, this woman looks at me, and she goes, you absolutely love what you do, huh? And I said, yeah. She goes, I know. I could feel it from out here. That's what it's about. And if you're not doing it to that degree, maybe you should check yourself. Maybe you should start asking yourself more questions. That doesn't mean you can't get there. I don't say this stuff to brag. I'm saying I understand I've been doing it long enough to know that you have to create energy and synergy in a room. That's what people are coming for. They're coming to feel something past, oh, my God, lactic acid, and it burns. No. No, no, no. There are elements to this. And so I will touch on more things that, you know, I think that group fitness fitness instructors need to focus on, need help with. That's what I'm here to do. And, you know, these podcasts will be about fitness. They'll be about life lessons. They'll be about all of that. But this is one of the things that if I can help anybody, you can message me. If you want to come on an episode and talk about it, if you're struggling and you only you got all the certifications in the world, but you only get three people in your classes or four. And it's just seeming like you're beating a dead horse. Reach out. This is what I'm here for. I'm going to help. I'm here. I'm willing to help. So anyways, it's almost 15 minutes. So if you hung in this long, I truly appreciate you for your time, your energy and your effort. You know what I'm saying? Make sure you stay tuned. Subscribe to the channel. I don't know if that's how you say that on here, but I'm still learning and I'm going to keep doing this thing, man. So y'all tune in inside the Arsenal. Kenyatta Banks. Follow me on Instagram. Arsenal by Kenyatta. All one word. Peace, love, fire ants.